Hello, welcome to episode 28 of Amateur Bartending for Immature People. I'm Shannon. And I'm Greg. And this is the podcast where we're going to be talking, thinking, making, and drinking some cocktails. Beep, 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 beep. Exactly. We're going to do the hustle on over <laughs> today. And we're going to, it's not a new ingredient. It's not a new ingredient by any means. No. But, but it's one we're going to introduce you guys to. Hopefully you enjoy as much as we do. It is falernum. That's right. This is an ingredient that I kept seeing coming up in tiki and tropical style drinks. And I was like, what is that? And uh, thank God for Wikipedia because then I was able to look it up. And thank God for Amazon because then I was able to go buy some. Because they were able to deliver it to us. So it's a sweet syrup in case you're curious. Um, And sometimes sometimes it's a liqueur that it just depends on what type and how it's made. Um, that brings notes of ginger, lime, clove, and almond to a lot of tiki-style cocktails. Or, I mean, kind of the time of year is for kind of Christmassy, wintertime stuff, and those flavors just, like, are right in line with any type of wintertime type of drink. I 100% agree. Where I would always think of tiki drinks being, like, a little too sweet, yeah. um, a little cloying, honestly. I'm, I have yep. a really hard time with tiki drinks. Sure. Um, until I had... Falernum. And Falernum. I am a fan. It is a really great kind of simple, you know, it's like super a super usable. It's a great syrup. It's, it's super usable. And I think we've picked a couple of recipes today that kind of, they're going to really more showcase that element of it and, and probably lean more fall than tropical, I think. So get onto Amazon or hop on down to your local liquor store. And see if they got some Falernum. See if you can find Falernum. And I'm going to tell you, um, we have. We have purchased several different kinds at this point. Uh-huh. And one of the ones that we bought was, I think it was called B.G. Reynolds Flarenum. Okay. And I think you're right. That was the first kind that we tried. Uh-huh. And then we ran out and I needed more. Sure. So I found at uh, Total Wine, I, I think, think. Yeah, I think it was Total Wine. Where did you find that? Tippleman's Flarenum. Yeah. And it's like, that one's like, a, I'm sorry, I should have gotten this all written down, but it was like a double spiced Falernum, right, I, right. Think I think was, was what it was it, called. It said something like that on there. That one. Buy that one. Yeah, that one's the, that's, it definitely has more what you're, more what you're going to Falernum for in it that one. It is a lot spicier and I sure. really liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, we just used the last half ounce <laughs> today for this episode. See how but, much we really are out there for you guys. <laughs> It's all research. research. It's all research. We're going to use that last bit of our precious liquid just just for you. But guess what? Because we measure, it was exactly a half an ounce at the very end. I mean, we beat this to death in the early episodes, and probably so much that you guys have gone crazy with it. But if you're measuring, you'll get that last little bit out of your bottles, and you'll always have enough for the last one. You won't have only half of what you need. It was perfect. So satisfying and gratifying. To be like, oh, I'm not short. Exactly. When it's it pours exactly right to that line, right it's the last drop. It's a, it's a satisfying feeling. So Tippleman's. If you can find that one, that is the one I would prefer you to use. But the other one worked just dandy. If that's all you can get, the good thing about that one is I could order on Amazon and it brought it to my house. So That's pretty convenient. Which was great. Okay. Um, so so guess, order guess, it and then what, we're going to make a drink first. I, I guess what we should say here is it itself an alcoholic beverage. It depends. It depends. Okay. 
Um, most of them are not. That yeah, Tipplemans, I, I don't think if it I, had any alcohol, it'd be really minimal. It's just like a syrup. I think shipping is going to be weird on some places with something with alcohol in it, especially. Yeah, I don't think, neither of those two I just okay. mentioned, um, they would both be able to ship right to your house. Okay, so there you are, Without guys. signing or anything. There you are. Um, why I'm kind of on the fence about that is if you make your own, there's a lot of recipes online. Um, I actually sure. have a recipe sure, here. I saw one sitting there. I have a recipe here because I thought it might be interesting to quickly go over it kind of in between drinks of how um, people make it so you can kind of think about how it's made even if you purchase and, it. And what's in there, kind of what you're going to be tasting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, when you do that, uh, a lot of times people will use um, rum as a way to pull kind of the a, flavors out. Kind of a base out. spirit to kind mm-hmm. of anchor everything in. Yeah, it helps okay. like draw the flavors out of, you know, if you're using like... Um, cloves or sure. allspice leech, or something. Something to leach it out of the. Yeah, that's like when we've material. made bitters. Mm-hmm. Same we have, idea. We haven't done that on the show yet, we but when we've made bitters, bitters yet, that's but... a that's a very similar process to mm-hmm. getting those flavors out. So now you have your bottle of Flarenum, or maybe somebody giving you one, and you're like, I don't know what this is for, exactly. or ooh, just you wait. You're Christmas is love, coming. You're it's gonna only love it. Few short days away here now. Okay, you might want to grab your shaker, my friend. And we've got. I think I've got it all. I've got it all laid laid out here in front of me. You're I'm, measuring stuff. I'm ready to go. Okay, you throw some ice in that shaker. That's the only thing. Let me reach and grab the ice. All right, here we go. Okay, toss that in there. A couple ices. Oh, you guys probably want to know uh, how it's going to be served too, so you can get your your glass cold. You can either serve this. Um, the drink that we're going to make, you can either serve it on the rocks okay. or you can serve it in a cocktail glass. What's the name of this one we're going to make? We are making the Barbados cocktail. That sounds very nice. Doesn't it sound like a little like winter, uh, you know, like winter getaway? I think so. You know, right now where it's, it's literally dark at four o'clock. It was dark at four oh. o'clock today. <laughs> Absolutely. It's cloudy. Yep. It's cold. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea of Barbados right now. And uh, like a good idea. and rum drinks. It's, mm-hmm. Plus, this fits it. You'll see. So, okay. So, we're going to go ahead and you're going to use an ounce of flarinum. Got it right here. And it's in there. And like I said, that was the, um, what, Tipplemans? I think Tipplemans is what, this is what this bottle says. And then the recipe called for um, one and a half ounces of dark Caribbean rum. Mm-hmm. I didn't use that. I use something very special that mm-hmm. I haven't. You can, which is why I'm mentioning it. Sure. I think you honestly could use any rum in this drink. Yeah, the flunar, it's a super simple. rum's going to stand up to it. Super simple drink. Um, what I used is a rum that I bought in Woodenville at this little um, Puget Sound Rum Company. It's a little distillery, and this stuff is delicious. This made a fantastic drink. So the particular rum that I got from them. It's called C&C, which stands for comb and cane, and it's honey-flavored flavored rum. So it's rum that then was um, sweetened a little bit with uh, Northwest honey. And, and this stuff is delicious. Every time we use it in any drink that calls for rum, it's just the next level. It's, it's really good. So if you're it's a, a white, it's a white if rum. you're a Seattleite or one of our friends, you know, um, I that's in the area, I would highly recommend going out to Puget Sound Rum Company. It's a little teeny tiny distillery, and it makes the best Barbados cocktail. Um, they also, on the back of their label, they say sn- sipping neat, which I totally agree, because oh, yeah. it is a it's, little it's sweet. It's smooth, smooth, smooth. Um, or that using it in a mojito or a daiquiri 
Hundred percent agree. Mm. Essentially, what we're making is a or tech or make it into the cocktail. We're going to tell you. How yes, to make do right it now. in this. It's so good. It's next level. So, and then the last ingredient is going to be an ounce of freshly squeezed lime juice. All right, it is already squeezed and it's now in there. All right, yeah, you're just going to shake it up. All right, so we're going to shake this. You're going to shake it. All right. There you go. While you're doing that, I'm going to. I chose to drink mine on the rocks. I wanted a little something to okay. melt into it. So I threw ice in a glass, and then we're just going to pour that over the top of it. Here we go. Well, it smells good. When I made yours earlier, though, I did it in a cocktail glass. Mm-hmm. I could, just strained it into a coupe. So one way or the other, it's both are going to taste super good. Right. So just what, depends on how you want to enjoy it. What do we have for garnish it. on this? Uh, just a little, uh, a little bit of lime. It's a twist of lime. A little twist of lime on there. This sure looks good. I mean, it's kind of your classic, kind of a hazy, I mean, you know, kind of. It smells so good. This drink smells super good. It's got a lot going on there. Let's give it a taste. Cheers. Cheers. Yay. Barbados Mm. in winter. Oh, and I'm going to make a really, I'm going to make a. Mm, Goodness. Tiki looking. I have a cool, like, 1960s glass I have in right now. Super fun. That's really good. That that combination of that uh, honeycomb. The honey rum and that uh, oh, fire so is so good. It's you know it's, it's definitely spicy. Mm-hmm. You know it's, it's a big flavor. It's there's some sweet in there too, but you definitely get that clove coming through. And it's spicy like cookie spicy, yeah. not like like baking. Not spicy. hot spice. Yeah, yeah. it's like baking spices. It's not hot spice. Not heat. But then the lime juice is or the lime on top is really really good. And we use lemon juice right in this. Oh, we use lime juice. Oh, so that's why it's limey. And with uh, like falernum, falernum actually works best with lime. Um, there are drinks oh, that cool. that use lemon juice, but it's uh, pretty well known to work well with lime. It sure tastes good. Oh gosh, it's it's super yummy. And that and is something you know. I probably would prefer as well to do that drink on the rocks and let that kind of dilute that sweetness out of there a little bit. You know, as far as having it on the ice cube, so you can kind of let it last a little bit longer. I'd probably prefer that too. But it's good straight up too. That's good. It's good both ways. Mm-hmm. But those, it's it's versatile. It's up, to, it's, it's up to how fancy you want it to look and yeah. what you want it to look like. I want it out on the rocks today, so that's how I did it. Yeah. Which is the, you know, like I said, there's not rules necessarily Mm-mm. about any of these things. So if there's a certain way you like something, then that's the way you like it. Absolutely. And I like this on the rocks. And it definitely, you know, this is, you know, twinkly lights setting by the fire, you know, Christmas music playing. You could see that happening easy. Easy, but I could also see it like at the pool in the, the summertime. Pool in the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good drink both ways. Yeah, I yeah. don't think there's one or the other on that side. The, those so. spices and the flavors that kind of those bring through that uh, flanarum, it definitely brings those types of things, those pictures into your mind. It's just that it's cold right now and it's dark, and it just makes me think Christmas time. Yeah, holiday. you're like, oh, this is yeah. good. This is this is what I need right now. Absolutely. That's how I think. So falernum actually has some lime in it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, in case you're curious about why they recommend lime, I think it's probably just because it's a pretty easy um, combination when you already have a base that has yeah. some in it. Yeah. So now falernum was, um, I think the farthest they've dated it back is the 18th century. Um, there used to be a punch that was made around the areas of Barbados. Okay. I wonder if it's similar to what we're drinking now. Probably is. Um, there is disagreement, according to Wikipedia, over the origin of the name, um, or whether the earliest versions have 
were included with uh, steeping of almonds. Okay. And kind of making the argot syrup. Kind this of essentially thing. Yeah. is an argot that's like spiced, if you want to think of it that way. And if you figured that out, argot is a almond syrup, essentially. And so, and actually, the drink we're going to make after this, we have replaced orgot in that recipe with falernum. Because so. it's better. Just because it's delicious. Excuse me. Um, so then there was, um, I don't think it was, it was like in, in 1892, um, a literary magazine that was owned by Charles Dickens Jr. at the time. Okay described falernum as a curious liqueur composed of rum and lime juice, which I think that's kind of under It's underselling explaining. it a little bit. <laughs> it's under-explaining it, yes. <laughs> but um, it was it got to be a little bit more popular into the 30s. Okay. So the syrup is, it can either, to your answer of your question, it could be either alcoholic or non-alcoholic. Okay. Best used in tropical drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I'm going to give you uh, briefly a recipe of how to make your own. And that'll at least just kind of guide your taste buds along on what we're tasting. Right, because I think sometimes it's really nice to know what's in something. And then you might just say, oh, I want to try to make my own. There you and, go. And that's great, too. Yeah, what do they got? So the... Um, I was going to give me a second. Da, 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 da. It's kind of thick, by the way. And the thicker it, it gets, uh, the consistency, because it's like sugar syrup, essentially, um, when it gets thick, they refer to that as velvet falernum because oh, it leaves a feeling of velvet on your tongue. Because it's a little more viscous. I got confused <laughs> when I was looking for, uh, looking at recipes, like sure. tiki recipes, because some called for velvet falernum and some called for falernum. Okay. Well, depending on the what falernum, how it's made, it can be different colors. Sure. But for sure the two we've had are thicker consistency. They seem almost like, not as thick as like a syrup, but definitely not as, a little bit thicker than like your regular kind of simple It's It's a pretty thick, syrup, but yeah. I wouldn't get hung up on, if you see recipes no, saying for velvet falernum or falernum, don't get hung up on it. Just I wouldn't. use falernum. It's fine. Don't um, not make the drink, for God's sakes. Don't not make it. Yeah, I'm sure no matter what you use, as long as it's florinum, it's still going to taste good. You're going to get the you're going to get all the same flavors out of it. Yeah. And we're you know we're amateurs. We're just want stuff that tastes good. Sure. We don't have to cross all the T's and dot all the I's mm, when it comes to this not. stuff. So, the recipe I found. How are we doing on time? I'm still good. Keep going. Okay, the recipe I found was in Inbibe. Which, if you haven't subscribed or don't know about this, is a wonderful publication. I highly recommend it. Um, it's all about imbibing, which is a favorite thing, favorite topic. So they have a homemade falernum recipe, so you can look it up on there. Um, and I'm going to tell you what they put into it. So they are blanching one and a half cups of almonds. Ah, so they're going to use almonds in theirs, Okay. Yeah, they're starting really from scratch. Okay. So they're doing one and a half cups of blanched almonds, um, preferably with the skin removed, I think, because it has kind of a bitter taste. It's got a bitter taste. And then um, coarsely chopped. And this is slivered almonds are fine if you can't find whole ones. So what you're going to do with those almonds is you're going to put them into a large glass jar. You're going to cover it with a quart of water, and you're going to seal it. And you're going to let it sit. You're going to shake it occasionally um, for about 30 minutes. Then you're going to strain the almonds out, discarding the water and washing out the jar. Okay? Okay. 
So then you're going to chop up those little almonds that are all wet. A lot of work on these almonds. Yeah, because this is why you might want to buy it. But I do think yeah. it's interesting it's, to know what's in something. It's nice to something. know what goes into it, yeah. Um, though I did buy everything to buy th- to try this, and I am going to try to make my own. Um, it's just time-consuming more than complicated, like most of these things. So then you're chopping the almonds, and you're putting them back in the jar. Then you're covering them with another quart of water, and you're stealing it. And then you're going to let it sit for four hours or place it into the refrigerator overnight. So you're trying yeah. to leach all the almond right. flavor out of your little almonds. So the next step is you're going to take a tea, uh, sorry, a tablespoon of cloves, whole cloves, not powder, um, a half a cup of peeled roughly chopped ginger, real ginger. Mm, that's going to smell so good. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> make your house smell so good. Um, a tablespoon of whole allspice. Mm. And hang on a second. And uh, four star anise pods. Oh, okay. And with that... You're going to put those in a large saucepan over medium heat, toss in it frequently, and after a minute, you're going to add the contents of that jar with the almonds in it into that saucepan. Okay? So you're making a weird stew. Well, it's like you're making a nice potpourri on your stove. Then you're going to... um, then you're going to be adding sugar to that saucepan, and it's quite a bit of sugar. It's a quart of sugar. Whoa. White sugar is what they're asking for. That's a strange measurement for sugar, a quart. A quart. I know. It is weird, isn't it? But that's what it says. So okay. we're going to go. I guess you're doing a wet measurement we're go on a with dry that. material. <laughs> I, I okay. I'm not going to try to transfer. Sorry, and buy Translate magazine. that now. Uh, you guys will have to look up what that means. Uh, I think a lot of sugar, essentially, is what they're saying. Quart. Okay. Um, you're making a syrup. I mean, that's essentially. Yeah. Right? So then you're um, going to, you have all your stuff in there. You have your sugar in there. Now you're going to stir it continuously. When the mixture nears a boil, reduce your heat to low and let it simmer for 15 minutes, stirring it frequently. And then while you're doing that, clean that empty glass jar because you're going to need it again. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you have let it simmer for 15 minutes. Now you're going to take it off of the heat. You're going to let it cool. And then once it's cool, you're going to add um, the zest of one lime. Remember I said There's it had lime, lime in bit. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The zest of lime in there. And you're going to stir it. Now you're going to pour the, and it's cool, remember, pour the contents back into your cleaned glass jar, seal in refrigerator overnight or for at least eight hours. I'm going to say anytime it says for at least, do it longer. Yeah, Just, do, do <laughs> it'll that. turn out yeah. better. So, And then your step seven is you're going to strain it through cheesecloth into a large measuring cup. For every five ounces of syrup, add one ounce of rum. And oh, okay. So they got, a, a, well, they got a, spirit, a spirit base in there, okay. And then stir well to integrate it. And oh, I have one last thing. Then you're going to distribute it into fresh bottles, cap it and refrigerate it, and it will keep for up to two weeks. And I'm sure that's probably why they put the rum in there, uh, not just right. for the flavor, but also to help keep it. So that is how you make yeah. your own flarinum. It's not, I don't think it's difficult. It just well, takes a little time. Yeah. Um, but why I thought that was useful is because then you can really tell what's in it. And those flavors when we talked about, like, cooking spices and those kind of things. Yeah, it's got ginger, cloves, allspice, anise, uh, lime, you know, almonds. It's delicious. Oh, anyway, that was my falernum. That's fantastic. Escapade. In case you're like, I don't, still don't understand what it is. Well, now exactly. you know what it is and how you can make it. And it's pretty versatile, too. It's pretty versatile. I mean, in most, if you want to change up some of your recipes that you have for anything else, anytime it calls for a simple syrup, try substituting the f- falernum in there. I've made um, old fashions with flarinum. Yep, absolutely. 
Delicious. Delicious. Very, that makes it very, uh, makes it again, that kind of wintertime kind of flavor. I've basically, when I've done that, it's been, uh, just a direct replacement. Um, yep. One to one. And actually there's an older picture on our Instagram of my Falernum old fashioned. Oh, cool. And, uh, if you're ever curious, you can look in there. Tells you how to make it right there. That's right. We still have another drink to make. That's right. And I've been so talking so much, I haven't even had a wonderful chance to finish the Barbados cocktail. But there you go. Yeah, we've kind of taken the next one. It's it's one of our favorites. It's out of a book that we have mentioned before, the uh, Experimental Cocktail Club. This is one of the more interesting ones in the uh, in in the book. At least I think this is called mm-hmm. the From the Depths. I think it's a take on uh, another another cocktail and a riff on another cocktail, but. I was intrigued by it just by the ingredients in it. <laughs> so as you go through, as we go through this, it's, it's fun to kind of listen to what's in this one. Yeah, this is a this is a very we've had to talk people into trying this one. So I'm Absolutely. just going to put that out there because the ingredients are very different, but it is so good. We make it every winter, mm-hmm. um, multiple times because it has beet juice in it. And you only use beet juice like every once in a while. So exactly. we drink a lot of them when the beet juice is open because I hate to waste stuff. You don't want to waste <laughs> it. Exactly. So From the Depths is the drink, like Greg said, um, from Experimental Cocktail Club's book. Um, but this is an adapted version because instead of using Oregot, I use Falernum in this. And I was extremely happy with how it turned out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Compared to the Oregot. Um, which was also a favorite, so don't get me wrong, but I really like it with the Flarenum. Right, so, so. It's all, I guess it's our improved from the depths. Yeah. Oh, it's a cool-looking drink, too. I can't wait to tell you about this one. Okay, are you ready? Let's do it. We're going to add this to a shaker, and then um, the glass you're going to want. I use like a wide some cocktail glass with a piece of ice in it. Yeah. You want some ice in this one, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a little longer to drink it, too. I, I take this one, so it's nice to have something to keep it cool the yeah. whole time. So that's the glass we're going to use. All right, you got your ice in there, Ice I is see. in the shaker. Okay, we're going to use Kraken Black Spiced Rum. Oh, yeah. Which is, oh, this is a good, Delicious yeah, I really stuff. like this stuff. Um, Two rum drinks tonight. Yeah, there was, because it's uh, Flarenum is a tiki tropical drink there you go. kind of a base, so it made sense to use rum. We're going to do one and a half ounces of Kraken. All right. It is in there. If you haven't tried it, it's really yummy. Um, it has a really cool bottle, too. Then we're going to do a half an ounce of beet juice. You can just get it from the juice area of your grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, usually here, here comes in kind of a stuff. smaller amount. Very, very bright red. Really pretty. Look, dark red, excuse mm-hmm. me. Dark red. Pretty looking stuff. Then you're going to do a half an ounce of Angostura bitters. Now, this is a lot of bitters. And you heard use. her right. It is a half ounce of Angostura bitters. So you're going to be shaking that little bottle and uh, <laughs> get it, trying to get a half ounce out of that thing. And so it, It's a very bitter forward. Yeah, and it smells cocktail. good. Just like once you get all that in your measuring cup, just take a sniff of that. And, oh, God, it smells so good. All right, so that's in there. Okay, and this might not be a surprise, but a half an ounce of fresh lime juice. Here we go. That is in there. Again, the flarinum and lime. And then we're going to do a half an ounce of the flarinum. One half ounce of the falernum in there. Okay, now you're going to shake that little guy. All righty. Get your shake it up here. Good, good, good. Here, let me pull this uh, glass out with the ice in it. Mm-hmm. Bring there that over here. Oh, God, that's 
go ahead and pour that in there. It looks like blood. It is. It's a little <laughs> bit foamy from being uh-huh. in the shaker. It's kind of dark. I mean, this is like a burgundy colored, really, and it's kind of a little hazy. Oh, yeah, you can't see through that sucker. It's opaque for sure. It's it's delicious looking. I mean, it's very bizarre looking. You may want to think this is more of like a Halloween drink. It was definitely a crossover drink. I mean, it looks Christmassy. It looks Halloween. It's a really, it really would work for almost any, we almost, we considered doing this as the Halloween, as one of our Halloween episodes for this drink. But when we got to the the substitution of the falernum for Oregon, I was like, you know, I think we need to do this around Christmas time instead. And definitely when you smell this, you do smell that earthy beet. You get the beet and the Angostura smell. Mm-hmm. So it's a really strange. So, but then when you go to taste it, you don't have any of that. It, to me, I don't taste the beet juice in Let there. me try it. I'll yeah, tell you. Try a little bit of that. I don't I don't really get the beet juice out of that. You got the beet, you got the beet, yeah. No, you smell the beets, but you don't really I feel like it's more of the consistency. Yeah. Um but what you for sure get is the spiciness. All the spices All from the, the Angostura, the, the Falernum, the Angostura, that spiced and then, rum. And the spiced rum, absolutely. So it's like it's a slow sipper. Yeah, because there's a lot a of richness sp- in there. Yeah, there's a lot it's of richness. Rich. Yeah. Super rich. Just but everything it, about it is rich. It's very fun. Your your friends are going to be weirded out when they see this drink. Our friends, uh, we have particular friends who didn't like beets. We're like, all right, just, and they were like, smelled it. And they're like, no, I don't know. We're like, just try it. And then at the end, they finished the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> they're oh, like, yeah. They're like, that good. is not what we expected. I'm like, nope, it's not going to be what you expect. If you want to experiment with something, this is really one of our That's favorites. A fun one, yeah. We make this over and over again. I really like this. There's no other drink that I can think of that's at all like this drink. Uh-uh. And they're probably, like we were talking today, there probably are other drinks that use, you know, a large quantity of bitters in them. And I would love to hear if anyone else has a recipe out there that's using, you know, that kind of, you know, full, you know, what was it, quarter ounce of uh, bitters in this drink? On this one, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I would love to hear of any other drinks that are using a lot of bitters like that that kind of aren't something that's like super polarizing because this is an easy drinker i think a lot of people would like this mm-hmm. whereas if you just drank just that much of the bitters you know that that's like a acquired type of taste yeah you know you're not gonna you know there's you probably, would, i wouldn't suggest it anyway. i you know you can if you want but it seems i do like think we'll we will probably uh, look into like more bitter yeah see if they're episode you know, like a a bitters it, episode yeah. where we find drinks that use a lot yeah. of bitters um and then we can kind of talk about how bitters are made Mm-hmm. That would be a great episode, I think. Yeah, so maybe one of these days we can put that stuff together. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Shan, if people want to see the beautiful picture of this uh, beady red juice and <laughs> pictures of any and the other drink that we had tonight, where would they the go Barbados to find this? The Barbados cocktail. The Barbados. Where would they go to see pictures? You're going to go to my Instagram, and that is Amateur Bartending 4, which is the number 4, Immature. And like Greg said, we'll have the pictures from the recipes today and um, the recipes themselves and previous recipes if you want to dig around like i said there's been um there was a old-fashioned i had made with a florinum mm-hmm. that's further down in the list yeah so. and, there, and there's that it's growing bigger and bigger and bigger and it's a huge archive now of these beautiful pictures that shan has taken and then of course the highly informative uh, recipes right there no hiding anything no hiding any details no secret ingredients nope. you can't achieve and can't get it's all there for you and you guys can be making this stuff and like tonight. I said, um, if you want to make your own Flarenum, again, that was from the Imbibe um, website. And I looked it up under homemade Flarenum if you want to do that. 
The Barbados cocktail is a pretty traditional cocktail. You can just look that up and uh, on our site. And the in, from the depths? From, from the depths. The, depths. Uh, the Experimental Cocktail Club. The book, book from Experimental Cocktail Club. That's where we got Club. that original Highly recommend from. that book. Oh, too. we love that book. I love it. Okay. Love well, thank games. you very much. Yeah, this and, has been a great uh, one. I love this. Hopefully this will keep you warm on those cold, cold winter nights. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers.